don't think just because you become so super good at self-love, you could stop the practices. It's like a gym. Again, when you stop going to the gym, your muscles will be less toned and you can start gaining some weight. And it's the same thing with any other mental workout, but it's going to become easier and easier and easier and you're going to love it more and more and more and it's going to be more natural to you. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on Hope to Recharge podcast, the podcast that's designed to break the stigma around mental health and to create some hope and inspiration and give some practical tips to those that are struggling with mental health, whether it's from personal stories to break the stigma or some advice from professionals in the mental health community. Whether you are struggling with mental health on your own or you know a loved one that is struggling, we are here to support you and to create a community so you you know you are not alone. The road to recovery can be difficult and challenging. At Hope to Recharge, we believe that in mental health, together is always better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for joining me here today. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. Are you looking for online therapy? Are you stuck at home like everyone else? High stress, high anxiety, worried about the future, trying to navigate everything, have a lot of worries, had a lot of emotional roller coaster rides up and down, just like me. BetterHelp.com is one phone call away, one Zoom call away, one text away. It's an online platform for therapy. It's so perfect for now, for coronavirus, for what people people are going through now. We can reach out and get the perfect therapist that meets our needs. Don't wait. Check them out. See if you can find somebody. Don't struggle. They're so affordable. They are so affordable. You're sitting at home. Every therapist is working online now. Reach out and get help you need. If you are struggling, don't struggle in silence. I am so grateful that they are giving us 10% off the first month so you can get affordable access to therapy. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge, start your wellness, get help, get support you need. I speak to many people. Many people approach me and they ask me, I'm depressed. I don't know how to, where to start. Do I, will I ever be better? I have anxiety. I can't sleep at night. They're looking for a quick fix for their situation. And before I start, I usually say to them, tell me things that you appreciate about yourself, that you, do you believe that you deserve to be healthy? Do you believe that you are worthy of a better life than you have now? Because most people that are calling me are calling me with a list of what is not working and things that are really, really hard for them, struggles. And some of them are painful to even hear, let alone live. Horrible things sometimes. But the first question is, do you believe that you are worthy of a better life than you have now? Are you willing to gift yourself the opportunity to have a wonderful life, a life of good, a life of feeling awesome, of joy, of health, of strength, of of good relationships, of abundance, of joy. Do you believe that you are worthy of it? You will be shocked. Most people say, I don't know. I don't know. Because if they did know, if they did know that they were worthy, they would probably treat themselves nicer and better way in the past. I'm one of them, by the way. I was one of them until very recently. I was one of those people that was not sure I was worthy, was not sure, can I have a good life? Does life happen to me or does life happen with me? And until we believe 
and we practice self-love until we show up for ourselves, it is very hard to heal. So I believe that before we do any other work, and there's endless amount of work in mental health, instability, and creating a better life, it's endless. Until 120 years of age, we need to work. We need to shift. We need to do the exercise. It's not like we show up in a certain place and then we're done. It's constant. It's constant work. It's constant evolving. It's different relationships. It's different showing up in the world. But if we don't have the basic, basic, basic fundamentals of self-love, we're going to be building on something that's going to collapse. Gonna, You can rise a little bit, but then you're going to collapse. You're going to rise a little bit and you're going to collapse. Because if we don't love ourselves, we don't respect ourselves, we don't show up properly in the world for ourselves, we won't be able to do the work necessary for long-term stability and to really shift the needle and becoming a better human for ourselves. We need to be our best advocates. We need to be we need to be our best friends in order for us to have what we want we need to mirror it we need to first love ourselves and accept ourselves and know that we deserve better than what we have now and constantly better, not just now, constantly that we can shift and we deserve it and we're good and we're trying hard and we need to be our best friends, our own best friend. And that takes a lot of work. And sometimes people say, but isn't that selfish? There's a saying in Hebrew, in Pirkei Avot, it says, Im ein anili mili. if I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am not for me, who will be for me? It all starts and ends with us. And then we build on that. Then we get mentors and we get therapists and we get healers and we get practitioners, EFT practitioners or whatever it is, friends, but it has to start within ourselves. So that's what I'm going to speak about today. How do we acquire that? How do we acquire self-love? How do we check in with ourselves and say, do I love myself? How do I continue loving myself? How do I do self-forgiveness for things that I think that maybe I didn't show up properly for myself or things that I regret that I did. So that's what I'm going to be speaking about today. And that's what I want us to work on for the next month is self-love. And once we acquire that and, and we start building that muscle, which is going to take a very long time if you're not used to it, maybe some of you here are already pros in self-love. I'm still practicing it. I practice it all the time and I'm far, 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 far from perfect, far from perfect in this self-love, but I'm going to be practicing with you and I'm going to be sharing with you where my challenges are and where I want to become a better person for myself. So one of the things that I find that's very helpful for me with self-love is starting off the day, closing my eyes and after my gratitude, I start my day with gratitude. I name a few things that I'm grateful for when I first open my eyes and before I leave my bed, I close my eyes and say, I am grateful for the life that I got. I'm grateful for the opportunity for another day and I am worthy of the best day. I am worthy to get health. I am worthy for abundance. I am worthy for good. I am good and I am open to receive everything good. And when we say these things to ourselves in the beginning, it sounds really, if you're not familiar with this and it's like weird to you to say these things to yourself, when we start saying it, I, I would recommend in the beginning to saying it five times in the morning. Close your eyes and really say it. I am worthy of good. I am worthy of receiving health. I am worthy of receiving abundance. I am open and accepting good. When we say it over and over, and you say whatever you, the, the idea is you make your own affirmations that will work with you, but in a positive way. When you say that, you're going to start believing it. Now you have to start convincing yourself in the beginning. And then when things happen, 
happen throughout the day that you don't feel self-love. Eventually, after saying it over and over and over, you're going to start protecting yourself and showing up for yourself as if you were your best friend. So for example, let's say we say it in the morning. We say it in the morning, we go out to work and something happens at work. So our old self maybe would say something happened that someone mistreated us, misspoke to us in a disrespectful way. Some people, their old self would say, I'm going to be quiet. That's okay. But get hurt, really hurt. And just say, it's my fault. I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. A lot of shame, a lot of guilt versus saying, I wasn't, I don't deserve to be spoken that way. I don't deserve to be behaved to that way. That's not okay. That's not okay. So when we tell ourselves over and over and over that we deserve more, we show we start showing up for ourselves better and literal things in life and in our day-to-day life that when they accumulate, it makes a difference either for the positive or the negative, depending on your self-love. So I find when people have a tremendous self-love and respect to themselves, they have the boundaries set up very, very properly for themselves. And they won't let people overstep their boundaries to hurt them because they respect themselves and they know that there are certain things that are not okay. They're just not okay. So when we tell ourselves in the morning, and then at night and sometimes during the day. And I believe in writing it down because when we see it, we feel it. We start feeling it and then the shift starts happening. So when we believe that we are worth more and we deserve better and we deserve mental health stability and we deserve good. So we're going to start attracting interactions within ourselves or within others, relationships, even maybe finances that will bounce off of us based on our core belief of that we are worthy of good. God brought us to this world. We are a part of God. We are worthy. There's no reason why one person should be more worthy than I am to receive a good life. I'm not talking about people that did evil and horrible, horrible things. I I believe that they also deserve good. I'm talking about us, people that are very um, morally balanced, good people that want good for the world. They want good for everybody. They're looking to elevate the good in the world. So we are worthy of good. So when we tell ourselves and we open ourselves, literally open our heart, open our hands and say, I am worthy of good. I'm worthy of being healthy. I'm worthy of feeling great. When we say it to ourselves over and over and over, we're going to start believing it and we're going to start shifting in different ways how we show up for ourselves, how we show up in relationships, and we're going to be our own best friend. So for example, when life happens and and challenges are going to start happening, we're going to say to ourselves, are we going to self-doubt ourselves and say, oh, I deserved it because I'm not as good. I deserved it because I did this. I deserved it because X, Y, and Z. Or are we going to say, are we going to talk nicely to ourselves and say, that really hurt. That was really wrong. That was not okay. I deserve better. That should not have happened to me. That is not okay. I deserve better. That hurt. That was whatever it was, it was. I don't know the scenario. And then we're going to address that hurt and say, I'm sorry you're in pain. I'm sorry you're in pain. I deeply accept 
protect myself even though I'm in pain. And we're going to say it over and over and over. Even though I'm in pain, even though that person hurt me, even though I'm afraid, whatever it is, even though I'm I'm afraid of the next few, whatever it is coming up in life, my boss is giving me an evaluation, even though I have my presentation, even though I'm scared of birth, even though I'm scared of this relationship, even though a million different scenarios, I deeply love and accept myself. So we have to start with the even though, even though fill in the blank, whatever is not feeling right, fear, shame, hurt, I let myself down, I didn't show up properly for myself, even though I neglected myself, even though I promised myself that I'm not going to eat cookies this week and I ate a whole Oreo box of cookies, I deeply love and accept myself. So we need to talk to ourselves as if we are our best friends. What would we tell our best friends that said we didn't show up properly for themselves? We would say, you tried your best. You're doing the best you can. You'll try again tomorrow. You're still a good person. It's okay. It's okay. People mess up. You're still a good person and you still deserve good. Now, it's not a selfish thing. I want a lot of people say, but isn't that like self-centered? Isn't that like, it's all about me? Do you know what a dry well gives? When a well is dry, it could give nothing, not even a drop. When we fill our soul with self-love, we can give an abundance of love to the world. So we can't look at it as, oh, we're selfish. We're so self-centered. Self-centered people are people that just look at what do I gain from it? Not what do I gain from it so I can share with the world. And I think if each and every person here in the class knows that they're here, not just for their own self-being, for them to get a bliss life of selfishness. We're here because we want a good life so we can share with others, so we can share our good life, that we can share our talents that God gave us, that we can share our good that God gives us. But in order to share, in order to give, we need to have. And if we don't have that self-love, our well will be dry and we cannot give. And in a way that's a little bit selfish because if we're not giving from ourselves, God gave us talents, gave God gave us a life to come to this world to be something, to change something for ourselves, for our family, for our society. So if we're not doing it, we're selfish. That's selfish. So when we are feeding our soul with self-love, we're doing it in order to give it to pay it forward, to give it to others so we can bounce off. And it happens naturally. Don't think, oh no, well, I don't know what I'm going to be giving. I don't know what I want to give. You don't have to think about it because it's naturally. It just happens naturally. When you see yourself as an individual that's worthy and you start treating yourself in a way that you're worthy, that you deserve, that's when the shift happens and naturally you are giving. Your hand is open to give. You want to just give. You want everybody around you to be happy. And it's like a light, a tiny bit of darkness, when there's a tiny bit of a full darkness and a tiny bit of light, the light is automatically taking away from so much of the darkness in the room. So it could be a room full of darkness, can't see anything. Tiny, tiny, tiny flashlight removes so much of the dark. And that's what we're doing with self-love. When we start feeding ourselves with self-love and self-acceptance and talking to ourselves in a kinder way and showing up for ourselves properly and treating ourselves properly and loving ourselves even though when we let ourselves down, even though horrible things happen to us, horrible, horrible things happen to many of the people that I know here. And something in us believes that if that happened to us, that means that we're not worthy because we're a victim, because terrible things happen to us. But no, we choose to not be the victim. We choose to be above the people that hurt us. 
to be above the things that hurt us. And we are choosing to show up for ourselves because we are the only ones that can show up for ourselves. So we need to remove ourselves from victim and say, okay, I'm depressed. I'm, I, I'm anxiety. I can't get up from bed. I, the pills are too strong. I can't get the right pills. My relationships with my parents are horrible with my spouse, with my colleagues, with my boss, with my neighbors. Things are just bad. But when we choose not to be the victim and we choose to say, I own my life. I own my story. They might do evil to us, but they cannot control the way I view the evil on myself. They cannot control my mind and they cannot control my heart. They cannot. Only I can control it. And that's where the work comes in. That when someone hurts us, when someone does something negative to us or from the past, people hurt us and we felt like we didn't show up for ourselves. We didn't protect ourselves. And we're like, oh, where was I for myself? self-forgiveness. There's going to be a lot of self-forgiveness through this self-love because we suddenly realize that we did the best we can with what we had, with the knowledge we had, with the resources we had, with whatever was there for us then. And we start showing up properly for ourselves and saying, that's what it was then. I'm going to go through the process of self-forgiveness and self-love and be in control of my mind, control of my thoughts. My heart has control about on that besides me no one. And when we get to that level, and it takes work, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of work, a lot of showing up constantly for ourselves, of falling and getting up and retalking to ourselves. But when we get to that level of knowing that no one controls our mind and no one controls our heart, we're no longer a victim. We're no longer a victim. We're strength. We're going to fight. We're heroes. We're going to get through this. We're going to do what it, what it takes to fight. And mental health takes work and it takes, and it's a fight and it's showing up talking to ourselves nicely and it's writing ourselves letters and it's writing ourselves nice nice little notes in the beginning of the day and it's doing and it's pampering ourselves when we think of a day and we think of emotions emotions is a gift that god gave us a gift and when we have a lot of negative emotions that means we're lacking self-love. If we're working with a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of um, anger, a lot of regret, that means we need to sh shift quickly, shift whatever is going on. We need to change some things, either it's boundaries. Maybe we need to pamper ourselves. Maybe we don't show up for ourselves and pampering ourselves. Maybe we're there for everyone else in the world, for our husbands, for our best friends, for our spouses, for our children, for our parents, for our colleagues, for our community, for our dogs, for our pets, for God, for God, by the way. How many times do we show up for God, but we don't show up for ourselves? We need to show up for ourselves. We need to make time for ourselves. And we, when we check in with ourselves and say, today, was today a day that had more joy or more fear, anxiety, depression, anger, frustration? What emotion was stronger in the day? When we check in on ourselves and we see that maybe there was more negative emotions, that's where we need to say, okay, self-love, it's time for you. And it could be, I need to take a five-minute walk every three hours. I need to do a five-minute meditation. I need to go for a massage once a week, maybe twice a week. I need to go to therapy. I need a cup of coffee with a friend. I need a cup of coffee with myself. Only we know what is best for ourselves. By the way, we are our own best therapists. So we know what is best for ourselves and we know what works best for ourselves. So but check in with yourself. Check in and say, how many times did I take care of myself today? How many times did I see the stress that you were having? How many times did I, did I notice that you were in fear and pain and shame and hurt? 
And did I show up for me? Check in with yourself. Check in and say, was I there for myself? Did I show up properly for myself? Scan the emotions of the day. And very fast we can do that. Usually when we get home at the end of the day, or if we're home, we can, when before we go to sleep, we can do a scan and say, how was today? Did I show up properly for myself? And if not, maybe it's time to put some time for myself in the calendar and saying, let's, let's shift something. We're here in one life. We have one life. Let's make it proper. Let's show up for ourselves properly because when we show up for ourselves properly, we show up for everybody around us properly. It starts with ourselves. So scan through your day. Scan through your day. Ask yourself, did you have more moments of pain or more moments of joy and happiness? Now, I'm not saying that we're going to live on cloud nine of joy and happiness. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Life happens and it's stressful and it, it's busy, but it's an our choice to put some time for self-care and pampering for ourselves. It's our job. No one will do it for us if we don't do it for ourselves. If we don't teach the world how to treat us by us starting to treat ourselves, no one will treat us properly. And it always goes to the same thing. No one can love you if you don't love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, it's really hard to love somebody else. It's really hard. Children is debatable. Like I I have always this conflict. I I had a very hard time with self-love and self-acceptance. And there was a lot, a lot of work. And I'm working really hard with my EFT practitioner on on this stuff because I felt that as much as I was, I was really nice and stable. I was really nice and stable, but I felt that when I would fall, I would fall very fast. It wouldn't be a gradual. I would have like somebody would hurt me and would go to my core. And I wanted to find out like, why is that happening? What am I not protecting myself? What's going on? And I realized it all boiled down to self-love and I'm working on that self-acceptance and self-love. So we show up better for others when we show up best for ourselves and we have to teach the world how to treat us by the way we treat ourselves, by boundaries. My coach recently told me to read this phenomenal book called The Power of the Positive Nose. It was such a good book for me to read because I was Mrs. Yes, saying yes to everything because I was feeling very negative, saying I'm a bad person. If I don't show up properly, I'm going to hurt them. I'm going to offend them. And I was really projecting myself on them. I was projecting my own feelings, which is wrong. I respect people that put boundaries. I admire people that put boundaries on themselves and I wasn't putting the right boundaries on myself. So when I was able to start implementing boundaries, on myself. I started loving myself. I started showing up to those that I wanted to give in the right way without resentment, without without frustration or trying to juggle too much at the same time. And then nothing's really coming out proper. When I was starting to realize that a positive no is a gift to whoever I'm giving the yes to, the yes is coming from a place of love, of I'm showing up properly for myself and the other human being and not half doing it or showing up just in order to say I showed up, but I really didn't show up properly with the right energy. So the power of a positive no is something that is fundamental in love to ourselves is knowing where do we say yes to ourselves and no to ourselves? And are we saying no to ourselves too often and yes to others too often? Let's check in with ourselves and see where do we show up for ourselves? Where do we show up for ourselves? And what are the stories that are we telling ourselves in our mind? What are the stories? What are the negative stories that we're telling ourselves? And when you catch yourself telling yourself a negative story about yourself, how dumb you are or how silly that was, how how 
whatever it is, how lazy you could say, listen with medication. One of my hardest things was to talk to myself nicely and kindly when I was not able to get out of bed. Medication can be really rough, really rough. Now I'm not saying let medication take over your body and it's okay. That's a whole other discussion that I want to have is how to interact with medication and how to navigate and how to dance with medication because it's a hard dance. But how do we forgive ourselves? I'm on medication and it's really hard and it's really debilitating and it really makes me fatigue and cloudy, but I'm trying my best. No one wants to be on medication. It's really not fun, but I'm going to try tomorrow again. I did my best I can today. And I tell this to people over and 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 over. Be kind to yourself when you are struggling with medication. Understand that there's stuff that are hard to overcome and say, okay, I will try again tomorrow. I did the best I can today. I did the best I can. I showed up properly. Now I'm saying, do not abuse that privilege of saying medication. Put You have to put roadblocks in the way in order to be able to overcome the struggles. And we're going to talk about it at a different time. But when you do the work and you're really not using it as a, a crutch and saying, okay, I'm on medication so I don't have to get out of bed. But when you're really trying and you're really doing the work and you're really showing up and really doing the process of doing the best you can, then you need to say, I tried my best. Tomorrow's another day. I'm going to try tomorrow. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for loving me the way I am. Thank you for being here for me. And when we start doing that, things start to shift. And you know what happens when we start loving ourselves, really loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves? We start seeing gratitude. Gratitude and self-love work together like magic, magic. When we start showing up for ourselves properly, we start noticing everything that is working well for us and we live on a vibration of gratitude, literally with gratitude. We are dancing with gratitude without even needing to check in with ourselves. What are we grateful for? Because we constantly seeing it. It's something that goes hand in hand. And you know what happens when you work with gratitude? abundance opens up, opportunity, just positive energy starts coming. So it's this cycle, beautiful cycle that starts with self-love, gratitude, abundance, joy, great life. And it's something that works together. It's like a circle that goes one into another. It's beautiful. And I'm here to tell you that it works because I did it and it worked for me and people that I work with worked for them. You need to show up properly, show up for yourself as if someone's paying you money, a crazy salary, to do this. If someone would pay you a crazy salary to be kind to yourself, would you do it properly? I think so. I really think you would. So pretend somebody's paying you a crazy salary to be kind to yourself. Start practicing self-love. And now I'm going to give you a few things. We're going to sum it up of what this self-love is going to look like this month. And this is going to be the exercise for the month, okay? I'm going to sum it up a little bit, okay? I repeated self-love so many times because I wanted it to get into your mind. I want you to hear that self-love word when you're sleeping, when you're walking. I want you to to hyper focus on the self love and you're and you're gonna say Matana stop saying self love stop saying that I'm just hearing that that's good hear it see it feel it in the beginning in order to get it running you have to obsess about it and we're gonna obsess about it this month we're gonna obsess about ourselves we're gonna obsess about taking care of, of ourselves we're gonna obsess about it until it becomes part of us okay and it's not selfishness so first of all we need to leave the victim we're no longer a victim goodbye victim Bye-bye. You served us well. You're gone. We're done. We're taking ownership of our, of our life. We're taking ownership of 
the way we feel, not what was done to us. We're going to take ownership to how we deal with it. And we're going to start with self-love, self-forgiveness. We're going to forgive ourselves if we feel that we didn't show up properly for ourselves and we didn't protect ourselves and we didn't, we didn't fight for ourselves. We're going to self, we're going to self-forgive and it doesn't give an okay to what happened to us. What happened to us? What was, if it wasn't okay, it wasn't okay and still won't be okay. But we're taking the power above that. And we're not going to let them bring us down just because they did evil to us or evil happened to us or whatever. We're going to choose the power to be control of our mind, our heart, our actions. So we're, we're walking away from victim. We're owning ourselves. The fact that you're here, you're showing up and you're going to start every morning with closing your eyes and giving yourself the words, affirmations that you work for you, whatever works for you. For me is I am worthy. I'm worthy of good. I'm worthy of health, worthy of receiving. I am worthy of abundance. I am good. I will be good for myself. I will be here for myself. Okay. So you write whatever works for you, whatever the self-affirmation, kind words that you need. Start Start the morning off with that. Start with that subconscious, like bring it into your subconscious to the conscious, okay? Bring it up, bring it up and start teaching yourself that you're worthy, that you're opening yourself to receive good, good health, good luck, good relationships, good businesses, just good. You're looking for good. And during the day, I'm, I want to ask you to do this one thing. Write to yourself every day. I know it's going to be hard, so try. Try every day to write yourself a thank you note for one thing that you did for yourself that day to self-care, okay? So every day you're going to think of a one note. If you could do it in the middle of the day, the end of the day, or as you're catching it and you're like, oh, that was self-care, that was self-love, that was that was me seeing myself, prioritizing myself, accepting myself, loving myself, write yourself, thank you. Thank you for showing up for myself. What's going to be yours? Once a day, thank yourself for seeing what you needed, protecting yourself or caring for yourself or whatever it is that was kind to you. Do that for yourself. Once a week, once a week, I want you to gift yourself something small because you deserve it. And it could be a chocolate bar. It could be something that costs a dollar. It doesn't have to be expensive. You could gift yourself something that you wanted, that you deserved. It could be a book. It could be stationery. It could be stickers. It could be a trip, a coffee. It could be a coffee mug. It could be a t-shirt. It could be, it could be a mastermind. It could be something big, but gift yourself something once a week. Once a week, gift yourself something. Okay. Once a week, gift yourself. I gift myself flowers every single week. You know why? Because they make me happy because I'm worthy. I used to be very, very hesitant to buy flowers. I used to say they die. It's a waste of money. Why am I buying it for myself? And then I'm like, no, it makes me happy. It makes me smile every time I see it. I am worthy of flowers every week and nice flowers. So I gift myself flowers every single week. And if I go to a different country, I buy myself flowers. Go to a different city, I buy myself flowers because I am worthy of flowers. So what are you going to gift yourself? Some people, it's a manicure, pedicure. Some people, it's a massage. Some people, it's doing their hair. Some people, it's a ride, um, a self, uh, a ride with themselves with music. Some people, it's a meditation. Some people, it's a, a workout class. Some people, it's a book. Some people, it's going, getting a, a going for a run. What are you going to gift yourself? What are you going to say? I am worthy to gift this to myself. Okay. So we have our work cut out. I want to hear in the Facebook group, 
how we're doing with the self-love. And if you practice self-love in a different way, please share with us. Please, I'm sharing the way I worked with it and a lot of research that I did and books that I read about self-love. I'm gonna, there's a bunch of books that I read about self-love and I'm gonna try to find the list and put it into the community that if anybody wants exercises or learning more about it to go deep a little bit deeper into it because it takes practice. It's gonna take practice and don't don't expect it to shift right away. It's like working out. Do you build that muscle after five push-ups or does it take like three months or four months to feel some kind of a muscle moving and a building something after? You'll feel the pain right away the next day if you work out well, but you're not going to feel the shift. You're not going to see the results really. So it's just a mental, mental health is the same mental health gym is the same thing. It takes time. Okay. So give it time. Be patient. Thank yourself every day for showing up for yourself. And remember to tell yourself kind words, even though I'm hurt, even though I was not treated nicely, even though I didn't show up for myself or whatever it is, I still love and accept myself and I'm worthy of good. I hope you like this class. I'm really excited because I believe in my core. I believe in my core that self-love is the foundation to a great life and that when things come crashing down, we can rise up quickly because things are going to come crashing down in life. That's what happens. But it's how fast do we rise up? Do we stay flat down or do we rise up and do we say, okay, I'm up again. I can do this. I can move on. I'm okay. So where are we going to show up for ourselves? Self-love, self-acceptance, self-awareness, boundaries, boundaries, gifting ourselves, talking nicely to ourselves, being our own best friends. Because when bottom line is we are the only one that can show up properly for ourselves, the only one that can heal us, the only one that has all the answers within us, but we need what's best for us. So we need to be there for ourselves. If you have any questions, ask me, reach out. I'm happy to work with you. I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited to shift and to share what I learned through a lot of a lot a lot of years of working out and trying and I and I found the recipe. And I want to gift you this recipe because it's it's a life that's so joyous. And it's not joyous from diamonds and stuff like that. I don't I don't relate to material a lot of materialistic stuff. To me the greatest gift in life is internal joy. And sometimes my my internal joy is just listening to birds chirp or taking a deep breath when I'm in anxiety and it just dissipates. That's joy for me. That is joy. And that's what I want and that's what I live for and that's what I yearn for. That's what I work out for. And one thing I want to tell you, don't think just because you become so super good at self-love, you could stop the practices. It's like a gym. Again, when you stop going to the gym, your muscles will be less toned and you can start gaining some weight. And it's the same thing with any other mental workout. So there's never a time that we could say, oh, you know what? I'm doing well. I don't have to practice anymore. No, forever and ever and ever and ever, you will be practicing self-love. It's eventually going to become a routine and part of who you are. But until you get there, it's going to take a really long time. I'm not there yet. That's why I practice it all the time. And I help myself reminders, but I'm, I'm already aware. I see it. I invite it. I talk to myself. But if I don't show up for myself and there could be a stressful time that I'm not doing the self-care and self-love, I decline. I decline. And I'm like everybody else. And I have to get up again and try again. There's never a time that you can say, I no longer have to practice self-love. It's going to be to the end of your life, going to be part of your 
workout, but it's going to become easier and easier and easier and you're going to love it more and more and more and it's going to be more natural to you. Anyway, thank you for joining me here today. I hope this was something that you were able to process. If you wrote down notes, that's great. Remember to start off tomorrow. Words of affirmation of worthiness and why you are worthy of good and that you are worthy of good. Remember to thank yourself once a day for something that you took care of for yourself, that you saw yourself that you were there for yourself and once a week to gift yourself something. Okay. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being in the mental health gym with me. Please thank yourself and for gifting yourself the time because it's hard. You might need to really take a deep breath after this. I feel like I need a cup of water and a deep breath. Process all this. Anyway, together is better. Remember together better. Remember to be grateful to yourself, to God, to the world, to anything, anyone that did good for you. And remember to be your own best friend. I'm Matana. Bye till next time. Thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave feedback and ratings below. Let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future. Bye till next time.